Hey, Wrestle fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War Podcast, episode 65, Days Late. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War Podcast, episode 65, late edition. I'm DJ. I am here with Brett, connected by the internet. Hello. My, my hand reaching out, touching your <laughs> hand. Hello. Um, <laughs> we're late. Uh, internet issues. Turns out doing podcasts is uh, rather impossible when uh, you don't have the internet. Uh, who would have thunk? Uh, yeah, key component seems to be... Yeah. Um, you know, internet. Yeah, they should probably put that in the manual when you sign up for a podcast and you get they send you the manual on how to podcast. That should be step one, but it's not. Uh, they, what, it's, would, it's, what, would, what would be step two? Uh, step two would be... Hmm. Don't use, like, blog talk radio or yes. something? Yes. Yeah, that's step two. Don't use anchor.fm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, step three, don't use the... Uh, microphone that is built into your laptop. No, God, no, please, do hell, no, don't do that. Ugh, not a good yuck. thing. Not good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're here to talk wrestling. Uh, a few days late, but that's fine. Uh, there's a few things I'm actually excited to talk about, so I'm glad we're together. Uh, okay. In, uh, not that we've we never really done any teasers before, but I, but I'm gonna I'm excited to talk about a. a a return to greatness from a uh, a, a semi absent star this week. Oh, all right, I'm, you're you're telegraphing it too much, but <laughs> there, pal. <laughs> well, let's talk first about Tuesday night wrestling that I watched. Yeah, I did not. I you forgot. Did. I forgot Impact you was a did. thing. Yeah, well, it is currently a thing. Uh, it wasn't a thing for the last two weeks because it was just like a best of. Right. I think. Right. Um, boy, you're putting four hours into a best of for one year. Eesh. Well, that's a stretch. Yeah. Um, but there was some interaction with uh, Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns and uh, the Bullet Club okay. of Kenny Omega, Doc Gallows, and uh, Carl Anderson. Okay. Basically, what happened was um, Rich Swan and uh, Motor City Machine Guns were cutting a promo talking like, oh. You know, like they busted us up last week or however many weeks ago that was. You know, and they're like, "Oh, I say we go get some revenge." They're out in the parking lot with that with that bougie ass bus. Okay. So uh, let's go get some revenge. Well, they went to go get some revenge, and uh, they ended up getting jumped by mm. Omega and the Good Brothers, and they beat them down, and uh, yeah, they beat them down pretty bad. Okay. So there was that building up to that. Six Man, which is on Hard to Kill, I think the name of the pay-per-view is. Yeah, that's coming up um, soon, right? I think it's next Saturday. Mm. Okay. I don't know if I'll be ordering that. I don't I don't think there's enough <laughs> of a draw. Well, I don't know, man. There's there's supposed to be a barbed wire massacre match on there. Between who? Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan. I'm good. <laughs> what about what about an old school rules match, dude? Between who? Um, the Eric Young, Joe Doring, and uh, whatever guy they're with now against uh, Tommy Dreamer, Rhino, and whatever guy they're with. Whew. 
You're not sold? I mean, I love Rhino. What about uh, what about Jordan Grace versus Jazz? That just happened, didn't it? No, they were teaming up. They were a tag team, but they lost in a tournament. Right. Now they're going to face each other. Yeah, and Jazz. So Jazz is bald now. Does she shave her head? I yeah, don't know. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, so it was real. I felt bad watching it, but she was wearing like a gray, like like a beige jumpsuit, and I'm like, what the fuck is New Jack doing on Impact? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, that was just Jazz. So. That's going to be a match that's happening. Uh, I swear I was looking at gifts of Jazz beating up Jordan Grace today. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we're, maybe, maybe I'm making this all up. Jo- maybe Jordan Grace happen. 100% took a Tornado DDT from Jazz. When did that happen? I saw it on Twitter today. Oh, <laughs> did it happen on Twitter today? I don't know. I guess so. Oh, well, I, I think there might have been a TNA thing tonight now that I now yeah, that mentioned it. Genesis? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that uh, so that was, was that a pay per view. I don't know what it is, but it that had Jazz versus Jordan Grace. Oh, oh well, late on that one, Brett. All right, that's all right. Anyway, it's I, I mean it's not hard to kill, so you're not you're only half wrong. Oh, um, no, I'd, I'd rather be half wrong. Uh, but I like Jazz, man. I, jazz doesn't get uh, enough credit, I don't think. You know, that was uh, un- unappreciated in her time. All right, for being well, tough I'll as give nails. You that. For being tough oh. as nails, maybe maybe not the as good of a a wrestler that has sort of developed out of current women's wrestling, but uh, I wouldn't want to fight her for real. No, oh my like, god, she put my ass. Yeah, she's tough as hell. So uh, underappreciated in the era she was in. All right, I'll give you that. Um, well, let's jump into. Th- the wrestling that did happen Hold on, on Wednesday. Was there a oh. Shab- was there a TK threatens to buy Impact oh. promo? Yes, yes, there was. Okay. I, how how dare I forget? Yeah. Um, he did most of the talking. Shimani didn't do much. Okay. Which is sad. Um, but he was just like, "Hey, like I have like my grandmother sent me a Christmas card with a hundred dollar bill in it. I'm going to spend that for an advertising spot next week on this lame <laughs> show." Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was pretty much just like, yeah, if any of you like actually have the guts to show up on Wednesday night, go right ahead. Yeah. So uh, a little foreshadowing, okay. maybe. Interesting. But that was that was all the uh, the crossover there. Yeah. So okay. So do do you want to get into dynamite? Uh, we can. Well, so first though, I, there there was a little bit uh, impact news, or not impact news, uh, dynamite news, AEW news. Um, that sort of came out. I guess it was from Dark. I didn't watch Dark this week, but uh, Tony Khan on a bit of a, a song, a music rights buying spree. Yeah, what what the hell song did he buy for Jungle Boy? Uh, what the hell is the name of that song? Uh, I don't Tar- know. Tarzan. Tarzan Boy. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, All I know is I just I laughed real hard when they put the clip up of Taz singing it. Yes, hilarious. Um, so, you know, if he wants to buy some more, some more songs, uh, you go right ahead. Maybe, maybe, uh, Jane by, uh, well, that's J- number one on the list. Yeah. Uh, so that, uh, Orange Cassidy can get his, uh, and his real entrance music back. And, uh, since I just literally an hour and a half ago got done watching What Hot American Summer, I can laugh. God damn, I love week. that movie so much. So good. But anyway, oh. uh, that's that's a cool thing. Um, it's something I think makes AEW seem more fun. Uh, you know, like it's just like a the guy can afford it, and having having a guy that's willing to to spend his money on fun things, uh, 
as opposed to spending his money fighting concussion lawsuits and whatnot, uh, other billionaires do. Um, it uh, it just it gives that sort of air of oh, we're having fun here. We want that we want to project that fun through the screen, all that sort of stuff. So well, uh, and, I like and that. he's such like a he's such an ECW fan that right. like he knows the music adds to it, right? And you know, it adds to your product. And Tarzan Boy is a is probably an easier get than say Enter Sandman. So well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on the limb and say uh, yeah, you're right there. Pal. Oh my God! Wait a second, brilliant idea. Let's uh, let's get Tony Khan on the phone with the guys from Prong, and we'll just have Prong cover any song that that Tony Khan might want. Honestly, I'm down. Okay. What, or what was uh what was the one ECW the music record? What was it uh, Harry Slash and the Slash? Tones? Yes, Harry Slash and the Slash. <laughs> I wonder what they're up to right now. Who knows? <laughs> just they've been waiting in the wings for their shot. Right. They've been waiting. They've been playing bar mitzvahs, waiting. Like y'all remember ECW? And it's just a bunch yeah. of fourteen-year-old boys going. I, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like, well, this was a huge hit. Not like you know, like I don't know who's a popular artist right now. Uh, Billie Eilish. Okay, she's not playing bar mitzvahs. Nah, no. it's Harry Slash and the Slash. Tones. That's right. Goddamn right. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into Dynamite. Let's get into Jesus Dynamite for Christ. real. New Year's Smash. Part one? Are oh, they doing yeah. part two next week? Um, Is that a thing? I think they are, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they are, so. All right. Um, yeah, so this was New Year's Smash part one. Yes. We're kicking the show off with the Young Bucks and SCU up against the Acclaimed in TH2. Yeah. Uh, it goes like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Young Bucks and SCU won, which, again, I don't know, not a surprise. No. Um, uh, uh, listen, I don't know. This style of match doesn't really it's, do much it's, for me. Again, it, it's the same thing every time we talk about it. It's it's a Young Bucks schmoz. Um, uh, it's a thing where I don't pay attention to because I, as I know that I'm, it's not really my thing. Uh they do big stuff. They do weird stuff. They do crazy stuff. Um, if anybody out of these these four t- these four teams, the acclaimed would be who I wanted to watch. Um, not that I've See, turned, not a, I I was just about to say I don't know if that's saying much. Yeah, not you. that I've turned around on them at all, but like a like okay, well I want to watch the one team that is new and interesting that I don't know exactly what they're going to do at every moment. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, so that's a thing, and then after the match, SCU says like, if we lose another match, we're no, we're no longer going to be a tag team, but we're and we're coming for those belts. And I'm like, you have the acclaimed, you have TH2. Uh, I know best friends are out of commission, but you have Butcher and Blade uh, again. Some of these guys are in other programs, but you have all these tag teams. You had Top Flight, Private Party, all these tag teams. And you're gonna you're working a Young Bucks SCU program? Yeah, it's well, like I said, I thought it was a mistake, like pushing the acclaimed, right? And just getting having them lose, and boom, they're back down the ladder, right? I think TH2 they've already lost to the Bucks, so right. it's kind of hard, like when you just keep handing out title matches, right? And, and just keep beating everybody and. Like there's nothing left, and so I don't know if you saw this, but the one supposedly the one buck broke his leg. 
Well, yeah, I saw that, but it turned out like it was just a real bad bone bruise. Oh, okay, so he's, all right, so yeah, he's just a whiny baby. Um, <laughs> no, that, that that hurts. I get it. Um, so okay, so that's good. So so they won't just have to drop the titles in some unceremonious way. They can continue to job out every other tag team until Christopher Daniels wins them. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I love Christopher Daniels, but come on. Come so, on. Don't hate on the fallen angel. No, listen, I do. I love Christopher Daniels. Kazarian's fine. I can take her or leave him. I don't have a ton of experience with him. I love Christopher Daniels. I like watching Christopher Daniels wrestle. But in 2021 now, I'm not going to push them to a main event title picture when you could literally grab a handful of tag teams that are younger and don't have the the pre AEW exposure and make something out of them with a, with a a title shot with a title run with a win over the Bucks like whoever wins these titles off the Bucks are going to be made and SCU's not going to win the titles off of them no um but like you're wasting time you're just you, come on then we're going to do an SCU breaks up thing and then we're going to see what Kazarian versus Christopher Daniels uh, <laughs> I well, guess so okay uh, great. Uh, that's not. <laughs> for, that'll, be, for that'll be exclusively on dark for a company with this much young talent and taught and trying like i said trying to be fun and trying to get new eyes and all that sort of stuff you're relying on an awful lot of x impact talent that, that might be true my friend um well after uh the commercial break john moxley's back yes he's here the former champ haven't seen him uh, since he lost the belt, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we've seen him in a while. Yeah, so uh, he just cuts a promo basically on Omega and um, what's-his-face, Callus. Yeah. Just says he has a zero-tolerance policy, zero tolerance policy for shitty people. Which makes being um, a professional wrestler really hard. Yeah, like impossible, basically. Yeah. Um, it just says, like, listen, like, I could bust you up tonight, but, like, Ray Phoenix has a shot, and I'm not going to take it, like take another man's uh shot away from him so just says like kenny like you're not safe you're never going to be safe and i will get even and then some so good promo i liked it yeah he um the director and the cameraman must hate when he shows up because he just paces back and forth in like a circle so he's very hard to shoot like you should just pan out and shoot not try and follow the, the the shoulders up shot you're trying to get of him as he circles in the ring it's funny that you say that because uh, in regards to the last match or the first match we talked about, mm-hmm. Jack Evans like tweeted out a clip of the match, like a few clips of the match this week. Yeah. And he's like, who's ever producing or like whatever, please, please, please stop with the camera cuts. Yep, stop cutting from impact. <laughs> yeah. He's like, just keep a wide shot on the move, please. Right. I'm begging you. Um, but yeah, Moxley's back and uh you know, he's looking for revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go backstage to Chucky e. T and OC. Saying yep. Trent's going to be out four to five months. Uh, in come Miro and um, what's his face? That Kip I can't Sabian. Think of his name right now. Kip Sabian um, and Penelope. And I don't know. I just uh, uh, like. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bad gimmick uh, that's like a bad program that's hurt because Trent's legit hurt. Um, Miro is not good at this. Uh, I don't, I don't know. People complain about WWE, like scripting all their promos now. Uh, maybe Miro needed that. Yeah. I don't Um, know. Like, like he says, like, 
you know, Chuck, like, has to step up. But if you can't, Miro, like, I'll be your best friend. And yeah. you could be my young boy. And yeah. Chuck's like, well, I wrestled in Japan, and I'm not going to be your young boy. But I am going to beat your ass. Right. And I did laugh that, like, Chuck was like, can we just get this over with, like, right. already, please? Yeah. Um, but and Miro's he, just like, like, oh, well, if I beat you, you're my young boy until the wedding. Yeah, which is so. 100% what's going to happen, unfortunately. Um, but I, I'm all in for a Chucky e. T singles run while Trent's out. Yeah, I mean, I love Chucky e. T. Yeah. Chucky e. T's the man. It, it, I remember, like, towards his end of run in New Japan, his character was getting super interesting and, like, snapping on people and hitting them with chairs and, like... Right. Like, all right, like I, I'm down with this Chucky e. T. So yeah. it'll be good to see him show some get like be able to show some more character too. Agreed. Because he's hilarious. Yes. He uh next match we have uh, Oh boy the the Wardlow. Yes. Going up against Jake Hager. Inner circles on top of the stage. Oh we didn't mention but Jericho's on commentary for this, but yeah. you know, he's he's uh Jericho's getting a lot of attention for a lot of other things lately. Well, um, but the, so the match is, yeah. So the match itself, uh, it went like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, Wardlow got the win very convincingly, mm-hmm. uh, hits that F 10 and just one, two, three. And that was it. Yeah. Um, I th- see like, so on paper, I'm like, Oh man, this is not going to be good. Yeah. Um, but I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Oh, I thought it was one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Yeah, I hated uh, it. So, are you going to say that it was worse than Monday Night Raw, where Dana Brooke beat Shayna Baszler this week? Uh, I didn't see that, so it doesn't qualify. <laughs> uh, but it is worse than the uh, Bobby Walker Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker match I watched from 1992 the other day. Well, I didn't see that. So, <laughs> uh, it uh, they were doing such generic throws that commentary didn't know how to call them. They were just like, "Oh, he got him up. Uh, he he threw him there." Uh, <laughs> like it, I just, I, Hager, I, to me, it looked like his knees are shot. He's having a hard time moving in the ring. Uh, I think yeah. Wardlow is, uh, a little, uh, out of place or like just not, not experienced enough. And these guys aren't wrestling a ton. Like when was the last time we had a, when was the, the did we ever have a Wardlow singles match? Like how long has it been? Uh, so I just think he was a lost. I, I really, I watched this match. And I was like cool like should just be a hoss fight of of guys they keep calling giants when they're like six four or six <laughs> five but whatever um but like i was like okay a hoss fight like they could just beat the crap out of each other hager can do some ma stuff whatever and then it was just it was just nonsense to me i really didn't like it really really didn't like it oh see i actually enjoyed it more than well, i thought i would i even i even liked Wardo's like generic babyface promo at the beginning where he's just like you're mad at me because I cared for my family. Well, yeah. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, Wardlow, good for you. Okay. Um, so after the match, uh, you know, they just bump fists. And, They're friends uh, again. Then, yep. Yeah, and then Wardlow leaves. So this 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 um, gimmick this gimmick left as quick as it appeared. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> One oh, week they were like, yeah. we're mad at each other. We're going to wrestle, and then they're like, no, we're cool now. Okay, we'll just, <laughs> just move on. We uh we go backstage to private party mm-hmm. with their um their contracts and then comes Matt Hardy. Yep. And who's like, Oh, I know thirty percent is a hefty fee, but it'll pay off. And then uh 
Snoop Dogg is there. And I uh, sure was. I don't know. This just <laughs> like this was on, and I'm like, hey, what's happening on Twitter? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they had a they had a bottle of gin. Snoop Dogg gave him juice. Ha ha. Uh, uh, there we go. Yay! What a joke. Uh, what a joke that's never been done before. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Matt Hardy needs to stay off my TV. Uh, but if he's going to be an unscrupulous manager from now on, I guess I can live with that. But he's still going to work. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I just have no interest in it in it at all. Like, I just, I don't. Yeah. Um, we come back. Team Taz is in the ring. Yeah. Um, Darby has his new title in his hands, mm-hmm. and there's a scale in the ring because we're doing a weigh-in for next week's TNT title match. Yeah. And Tony Schiavone's also in the ring. Um, Cage goes first. He weighs a lot. Mm-hmm. Darby goes next. He doesn't weigh as much. Right. Um, Taz's like, oh, there's a 100-pound weight difference because look at all the stuff you have on, Darby. Mm-hmm. Um, and Darby just responds, and he's just like, listen, like, I've been dealing with, like, shit like this all my life from people like you, Taz, mm-hmm. and we all know how this is going to end, so let's just do this. Uh, <laughs> and one of the weirdest lines is Taz tells Tony to get his white ass out of the ring. Yes. Like, I was like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> right. All right. All right, Taz. Um, you know, lights go out, and uh, we have a blizzard in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Because here comes Sting. And uh, Taz just screams that next week we're going to have a new champ. Uh, Sting and Darby kind of look at each other again, and, uh, you know, Darby leaves the ring, and I guess Tat. I don't know if Sting's watching his back or what. I guess so. Uh, I'll tell you what. I uh, this was the least interested I've been in Sting since his return. Okay. So Adam Van's getting you. Okay. Uh, he's not because I'm still I'm still happy that Sting is there, and I'm still excited to see what they're going to do with Sting. I just wish they would do something with Sting. And I know it's a slow burn. I know you're not going to waste. Sting on TV, and I don't want—I don't want to see Sting wrestle necessarily. Uh, I sure as hell I'm not going to flip out on the internet about Sting becoming champion because that's not going to happen either. But um, I was just like, okay. I mean, lights go out, he shows up. Okay, uh, like maybe he can swing a bat or talk or something. Um, I don't know. I, this I was just like, okay, it, it is there. They got to kind of—I think they should progress it a little bit. Uh, faster than they are, but I also understand that they're going to wait for that payoff for the pay per view in February. What, yeah, when we get Sting versus Taz, right? Uh, Taz, damn, Taz has a lot of working out to do in, in less than a month if he's going to get in that wrestling ring. Let's get Sting versus Hook. How about that? Okay. All right. I'll, 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 I'll allow Hook's first match to be against Sting. Yeah, why not? Oh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go backstage again, and Jake Hager's real mad. Mm-hmm. And MJF comes up to him and he's like, hey, man, you're a winner. Hager's like, you know what? You're all right. Yeah. <laughs> and that tells him to leave. Mm-hmm. So uh, MJF infiltrating the group more, I guess. I guess that's going to, yeah. That's, I mean, and that's the thing. That's what's going to happen with the inner circle. And I think we talked about this weeks and weeks and weeks ago is that whenever the world goes back to normal and Jericho has to go back on tour with his shitty band, uh, I think MJF will steal the, the 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 faction from him. I could see that. And then Jericho 
turns baby face. Right. Jericho Ugh. comes back. That's mine. You know, Jericho Yuck. is out on the road, so he comes back in perfect physical condition. Because <laughs> he's certainly, certainly. Not, <laughs> he's certainly not doing anything that would lead to uh, a lesser physical condition. Uh, and he's certainly not hosting podcasts that uh, will smooth your brain for if you listen to it for more than 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, yeah, fuck him. Um, <laughs> so we get a recap of Negative uh, One cutting a promo on Marco Stunt from Dark at a yes. pool part brawl that they had. Yeah. Good to see them like yeah, it's involving fun. him and stuff like that. It's right. fun and harmless. So yes, I like exactly. It's, um, it's a nice little thing. You know, I saw some clips of Negative of One training with like Liv Morgan this week. Yeah, that was uh, cool. It's nice to see, you know, everyone sort of rally behind still um yeah everything that uh, happens so we're big fans of that so right. um we're backstage with jurassic express and stunt tries to talk about it but ftr says uh you know stunt you suck <laughs> basically yep. i don't know <laughs> um stunt flips out and says that he's taking luchasaurus's spot in the match next week mm-hmm. and uh ftr makes short jokes and uh totally pats him on the head and they leave yeah I prefer the Jungle Boy Marco team up. Uh, I think Marco is the most entertaining wrestler out of the three of them. Uh, you know, he's at least it has built in like drama and story in his matches where, you know, he immediately when he gets in the ring, the size difference alone adds to the drama and is an easy storytelling thing if done right. Uh, so we'll see if FTR can do that right. But, uh, you know, I, I like Marco. You mean you'd rather Marco over the man that gave you chills, Luchasaurus? Yes. Okay. Do you right, even just, remember just... what he did? I don't even. I, I know that I said it, but only because every time I mentioned him, you you mentioned that I that I got chills, and I I I believe that I said it. I no longer remember saying it or when it was, but I trust you. I believe that I said you, it. Oh, trust trust me. You but said do you it. remember? I, I wouldn't just say. I wouldn't you, just pull that out for nothing. Do you remember what it was about, so I could rack my brain as to what he was I doing? I want to say he like. Like made like a return or oh I remember it was his, it was his hot tag after his leg injury oh okay. yeah I do remember I remember exactly what it was now and you know what that was still I will still say that was really good he was back like weeks early from an injury and he got in the ring and he looked good for thirty seconds so much to give you chills it's chills um <laughs> listen I got Cody. Chill, I got chills driving down the road today when Dropkick Murphy's barroom hero came on the radio. Because I've missed Ew. live music so much. So, well, you know. I miss live music too, but not the Dropkick Murphys. I, that's a good Murphys record, but uh, that's the state that my life is in. Although this was <laughs> weeks and weeks, months ago that I, Luchasaurus <laughs> did this to me. Uh, but maybe it was, you know what? It, it might have been the douche chills. Maybe maybe I was just mistaking the uh, there chill type. You go. Probably, See? I misinterpreted the chill type. But anyway. Co- cover we'll, your ass. We'll move on. <laughs> Well, let's move on to Matt Seidel oh, versus God, can we Cody move Rhodes. On to something else. <laughs> Cody comes out with Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg has added some uh, some lyrics to Cody's theme song. And Jericho keeps shouting that Snoop jumped to AEW. Mm-hmm. Great. Ugh, yep. Um, so Cody versus Seidel. Yeah. Cody wins. Um, it goes ten minutes. Um, during the match, Cody accidentally hits Serpentico. To which leads to after the match where Serpentico and Japanese deathmatch legend Luther 
jump uh, Cody, and uh, they Cody gets the upper hand with Seidel on yeah. them, and then uh, Snoop Dogg <laughs> falls off the top rope uh, onto uh, onto Serpentico. It was something. Uh, it's interesting that they were like, we got Snoop Dogg here to promote this big show that's coming up. Uh, let's uh, let's involve Luther and Serpentico to to work with Snoop. I I don't know, whatever. Yeah, they were really plugging the shit out of this show too. It was all over the aprons on the turnbuckles. They were. I watched like, it too. I, oh, did you? I did. I was. It was on like a rerun. I caught a rerun real late at night. Uh, yeah. Did you enjoy it? No. I mean, uh, it's <laughs> they like they put two like extreme acts up against one another. And then the the judges vote, and then one goes home, one doesn't. And there was like a lady who shoots bow and arrow with her feet. Uh, there was a guy who has like something up with like the pores on his skin, where he can control like he sweats extra, and his pores are like suction cups, so he can stick stuff to him. Dude, uh, that's not a talent. That's just gross. Yeah, he's he called himself like a real life mutant, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but like it was weird. But he had like all these the cans, and he was like he stuck like a bottle of Patron to the back of his head and poured it, like but while it was stuck to his head without holding it, because I don't know, he's just greasy. I don't know what it is. But that, and there was like a guy that lifted Rosario Dawson by his eye holes. Uh, which what was a lucky a, son of a bitch! Was, was a, no, I don't think so. Uh, he like he had these ho- he tied her up, uh, and then had uh, like hooks on a chain that he then stuck on his orbital bones. Ew. And then like he was in a squat and then as he stood up, the chains tightened and she lifted off the ground. Oh, so there was no physical contact with Rosario Dawson. No. No, uh, well he nah. did he did get to tie her up as if he was Snidely Whiplash <laughs> tying her to the train tracks. But prior <laughs> prior to that, <laughs> I don't think that's what Snidely Whiplash sounded like. But I'll let you in have my, it. In my mind, he totally does. I'll let you have it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so mind. yeah, it, it was it was like a typical garbage talent show, Sh- shitty game show. Yeah, exactly. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, well, the next match that we have up here is uh the AEW Women's Championship match. Between oh, Abaddon already, <laughs> Abaddon and Hikaru Shida. Yes, Abaddon attacks. Shida waffles her with the uh, Singapore cane, mm-hmm. but uh, Abaddon gets back up. This match goes eight minutes. Yep. Um, Shida gets the win. Uh-huh. Uh huh. yeah. This match uh, went. Eight, this match went eight minutes and also went in the trash. Uh, yeah, this was not good. This thing sucked. Uh, <laughs> the bike gimmick is dumb, and like I like both of these wrestlers, and I was preaching to get the Abaddon in this position. Um, this is what I've wanted, and this made me regret wanting it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> neither of them look good, which is a shame because I usually have nothing but praise for Sheeta. Um, it was so disappointing. It just. I don't know if like overbooked because of the bike gimmick and overproduced like what they wanted them to do. I have no idea, but it was not good. So um, I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you got to take the belt off shoot at this point. I think so. I think, yeah, I think uh, this was kind of a stinker, right? Uh, you know, you need to, you need to work hard to elevate her or, 
uh, get the belt. I think COVID has hurt her run probably more than anybody else. Um, but I, I just, I, I don't think, uh, she does usually very good. Uh, and, and I, I'm not going to say, you know, run her out off of one bad match. Plenty of people have bad matches. Cody Rhodes has made sure. a career of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I the, you got to do something with this women's division and, you know, taking the belt off of her, whoever they put it on, they're also not going to do anything with. Um, so, you know, you hope you put it on somebody who can take the ball and run themselves and get it over. Uh, but they just, they clearly don't care about the women's division. And this was just not a good representation of it. Yeah. Ugh, it was real bad. <laughs> and like leading up to it, like uh, the bike gimmick last week, whenever they did that was weird, but, um, this is what I wanted. I thought Abaddon was looking really good, and Cheetah always looks good. And this one, maybe they don't have the chemistry. Maybe there was something else. I don't know, but it wasn't wasn't good. Maybe they can bring no. in a, a you know a woman because again, these are the only two women featured on the show except for Penelope in a minor managerial role. So, yeah. Well, after this match, uh, Tay Conti and Anna Jay mm-hmm. are with John Silver and Alex Reynolds, and. Uh, I guess it's going to be Anna Jay against Serena Deeb next week okay. for the NWA women's title. Sure. And I was thinking, I'm like, oh, why don't you put the belt on Anna Jay maybe, like an AEW, you know? Yeah. Like, it's something different. They got it. I mean, there's something, you know, the Dark Order is going to need. If if they want the Dark Order to stay around, they're going to need something. And she's, you know, she's she could be a pretty big star out of that group, her and Silver. And her and Silver yeah. have a good dynamic together. So, yeah, that I That could agree. be something. Yeah. Um, next match and main event mm-hmm. is uh, for the AEW World Heavyweight Title. Yes. Where we have Ray Phoenix going up against Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. So this thing goes about 15 minutes. Yep. Uh, of course, Kenny Omega retains. Yes. Uh, the match itself, I thought, was fucking killer. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, uh, you know, in recent memory, Omega's best match uh, could be his best AEW match overall, but it's hard to tell. As he, I don't remember as clearly some of his other stuff, but um, this was really good. And uh, I think, you know, and Kenny's never been my guy necessarily, um, but uh, I think Kenny is probably the better wrestler, but Phoenix is more fun to watch. Yeah. Um yeah. and I I I did. I really I really liked this too. Um I not to uh not to ruin anything for later on the show, but uh this whole card was sort of just a long letdown for me um until this main event. So this was really good. Yeah. This was Yeah, these this these two really have good. great chemistry. Right. Yeah, I mean uh Everybody knows these two guys are good at what they do. They have the really good chemistry. Of course, they were going to have a really good match. It's uh, sort of if they didn't have a good match, I'd be worried for both of their healths. But <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, after the match, we get uh, some extracurriculars, I guess. Ah, some some chicanery. Right, a little a little chicanery. Um, Phoenix gets, I guess, uh, right. Omega was like beating him up again afterwards or whatever. Not letting yeah, up. Yeah. Well- yeah, well, Callus got on the mic and he yeah. says, "Oh, like you're wondering why Pack and Penta aren't here." Yeah, and they cut to the back and they're getting beat up by Eddie Kingston. Right, 
uh, any was... any Butcher and Blade are beating those guys up. So yeah. they, there's there's your little Kington exposure for the week. I know. Part of me, I was just like, oh, like is Eddie and them joining up with like Omega now? Because that'd be fucking crazy, right? But um, I, I think it's just hired guns. You know, they'll Omega yeah. and Callus will work with anybody who they need to sort of uh, get just, to where they want to be. Yeah, it's bad guys looking out for bad guys the way it should be. Right. Um, Cal says, all right, you're going to get another one-winged angel. And then Moxer shows up with a barbed wire bat. Yes. Uh, he starts beating up Omega with it. Um, he's pointing at Omega. And then all of a sudden, in come the Good Brothers. Yes. Wearing their Impact Tag Team titles. And they beat the shit out of Mox. Yes, and hit him with the Magic Killer. They give the bat to Omega. Omega just starts Kick like hitting him with a bat over and over, mm-hmm. and then those those two dorks, Pillman and Garrison, get in the ring. Yeah, well, that's weird. And, yeah, that's who it they was send real out for odd, this, wasn't but, it? But all right, I mean, if that's who yeah. you're gonna send out, like they immediately just get like shit housed. Yeah. Um, and then like there were two like other jobbers that got on the apron and they got beat up real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know why it was Pillman and Garrison. It was real weird. Um. Jericho's going on about how the Good Brothers like screwed over the Young Bucks in AEW before, and um, Omega just keeps beating down Moxley with the bat. Yeah, Omega starts talking to the camera, says Moxley made him flip the switch, and Moxley, God love his soul, goes after Anderson, mm-hmm. um, and then just gets beat up more. Out come the out come the Young Bucks, and they like holding back the Good Brothers, like, what the hell are you guys doing here? Why are you here? Right. Uh, at that point. Griff and Pillman grab Omega from behind, and uh, they end up eating super kicks. One super kick. Yeah, because the one that had the bum yes. leg, I didn't know if he had broke his leg or not. But right. They end up eating a super kick and whatever else from Gallows. Mm-hmm. Um, to which uh, Omega says, "All right, enough, enough." It throws up the uh, the hand symbol, the yep. famous hand symbol. Yes. Gallows and Anderson throw it up. The Bucks are kind of looking at each other, looking at them, and then they put it up with them. Yeah. While Don Casper sees a run around the ring coming in his pants. Yes. Um, so uh, I guess we have a uh, a little Bullet Club reunion, huh? Yep. <laughs> you sound pumped about it. Listen, uh, so, I mean, uh, while I am excited for the opportunity that the Young Bucks will be showing a certain emotion that I really enjoy them showing uh, again. Uh, I don't care about the Bullet Club anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, it, at this point, the Bullet Club is at Stevie Ray and the NWO levels. Hey, no, don't you talk bad about Stevie Ray. <laughs> uh, and It's I, on like neck bone, sucker. Right. Uh, Suckers got to know. Maybe if Gallo started carrying a slapjack with him. <laughs> I mean, Gallo's does kind of look like Horace Hogan. Oh, oh God. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I just, I, the beast, I think those guys think Bullet Club matters to a lot more people, especially with the shape that it's in in New Japan right now. Um, if it even, does, do they still even exist over there? Yeah, is it still it's there. still evil's thing and Jay White? Uh, well, and Dick it's, Togo. 
well dick to go is definitely there but yeah um yeah it's jay white is still kind of like the leader but yeah. he wasn't for a bit because evil was there and jay white couldn't get in japan right so. uh so it's just you know it's just a it's a, a shadow of its former self and uh i i just i don't know maybe people care you know i i don't know it's another uh, unexplained non-storyline turn for the bucks Right, they they just flip back and forth at will for no real reason. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It it didn't do anything for me. Um, out of all those guys in the ring at the end, the most the one I'm excited for like potential stuff is Anderson, and they're not going to break him off from Gallows no, uh, to do anything. So like that's what I would want to see. I'd want to see Mox versus Carl Anderson. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But uh, yeah, so I was, it, whatever, not my thing. If you're excited, that's cool. I'm glad, you know, uh, people, you know, if you're excited and you're still in the Bullet Club, and I mean, granted, this is like the best iteration of the Bullet Club, minus the one where Jeff Jarrett was the leader. But, oh, um, <laughs> you know, so if you're excited about it, that's cool. It's just not my thing, not, you know, not a ton of my guys in, in that ring right now. Uh, so like so so like here here's how i feel about bullet club um when it was like finn bauer prince devitt running it i enjoyed the shit out of it um when aj styles took it over it was still cool because aj had a hell of a new japan run um when omega took it over i liked it um because that really was his like rise to main event level um but then, like, once, like, Cody got involved and, I don't know, yeah. Chase Owens. Right. Um, the crown jewel. Excuse me. Use, yeah, and, use his and, full name. And Yujiro Takahashi. Yeah. You know, poor Yujiro. But, yep. um, yeah, I just, I don't care about right. Bullet Club. Right. <laughs> um, I used to, I used to, like, really like it. I did like it. Listen, I'm not, like, one of those, like, people that went out and bought all the different iterations of every Bullet Club shirt. Right. Like I didn't do that, that's for sure. Yeah. But like I did, I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, it it's it's definitely run its course, you know. It's like, run its, its course. Yeah. It's what it is. Like, and I get why they're doing it because they never really had like mainstream like exposure in the the states to it. Um, sure. Not on national TV every week. Um, I don't know what they're going to call themselves. It's weird because on Impact, mm-hmm. like Omega was like, "Yeah, we're the Bullet Club." Mm. Um. But I don't know what they're going to say on AEW. Who knows? Who knows? Unless there's like an agreement with New Japan about it. But who yeah. knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. So do you have any other thoughts on uh, New Year's? Was that New Year's Smash? The New night Year's, one? Yeah. New, uh, no, I don't. I'm good. Let's, we, can, right. we can move on to NXT's New Year's Evil. Ah, yes. New Year's Evil. Well, we start with uh, one Dexter Loomis. Yes. Walking around until he gets to a control panel. And then he turns on all the lights because mm-hmm. he's such a such an odd man. Right. Um, first match we have. I know you're. You're. This is going to be your uh, do just match of the night. Yep. Damian Priest. Yeah. Going up against Karrion Cross. Uh, this match is commercial free. And in my notes, there is a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, giant letters uh, and profanity. Um, I had to write down my profanity to make sure I knew <laughs> the exact emotions I was feeling. Um, listen, so Priest is supposed to get a call up. I think this was supposed to be his go away match. Um, 
but Kevin Owens squashed his call up because they wanted him to be Kevin Owens' best friend, and Kevin Owens was like, "Why would I be best friends with that guy?" And I mean, is there a tr- <laughs> is there a truer statement? Uh, why would anyone be best friends with this guy, especially now that he's updated his look by having an arrow shaved in the side of his head? Uh, I was I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. <laughs> of course, I'm going to bring this up. This will be the thing I talk about the most. I hate this guy, and he manages to make me hate him more. I was like, holy shit, did he really shave an arrow on the side of his head? No, he didn't. There's Come no on, way. man. He's the archer of infamy. He should get it tattooed. If he was a man, he'd get it tattooed. And you know what? Listen here, Punishment. I know you listen to the show. If you were a man, you'd get that oh, arrow shaved. In, you'd get that arrow shaved in the side of your head. Or tattooed on your head, I mean. The arrow you have shaved. Get it tattooed, pal. <laughs> uh, he is garbage. Um <laughs> It's insane to me, insane to me that this match took 20 minutes. This is Karrion Cross coming back. This is his, this is his first match back from injury, right? Um, I think he had a squash. Okay. And then, so, I mean, yeah, this is his first match back. This really. should have also been a squash. Whether or not you're carrying Priest up to the main roster, whoever you can figure out wants to actually be on national television admitting to be best friends with this asshole. Um... <laughs> Karrion Cross comes back, seemingly going to run for the title he had to he had to give up, right? That's where you you're going to want to put him. You, you give think. him a hard-fought 20-minute match against Damian Priest? <laughs> he's going for well, a, he's going for a title and he has a hard time with a mid-carder that lost to Leon Ruff? I I get what you're saying and I get that it's it's like your perspective on it, okay. their perspective on it is that Damian Priest is like, you know, upper so, so you're telling main me, event. Okay, so you're telling me that they, they're building this on the fact that other people in the world might like Damian Priest and think that he's good? Because, sir, may I refer you back to our numerous shows where I've asked for emails <laughs> from our wide listener base. <laughs> about whether or not Damian Priest is a good wrestler, and I've never gotten an email that said he was. Well, that's that's all. That's very true. <laughs> so my science, dare I say, my facts. He's no good, and even if he is, let's let's presuppose for a second that he that he's fine. Why not have him have a why not have Cross have a more dominant win over this guy and help immediately elevate him back to the top? It just, Listen, it, I agree. It doesn't work. I'm with it, you. It does not work for me, uh, dog, to steal a line to steal a turn of phrase uh, from uh, Joe Sposto, who stole a turn of phrase from that guy from uh, the American Idol, Randy Jackson. That's his name. Is that his name? I don't know. I don't know. I. I I haven't watched American Idol forever. <laughs> right. Uh, but that's it. I'm done. Uh, this match stunk. Damon Priest stinks. Uh, I honestly, it, best of luck to him and his call up because then I don't ever have to talk to him about it, talk about him again. Yeah. Uh, Cross wins with the, uh, like the Saito suplex and yeah. then hits him with a forearm smash to the back of the head. Yes. So uh, I think that was Damon Priest. All right. Sayonara, pal. You're out of here. Right. Goodbye. Um, yeah. Forever. So, Adam Cole and Roddy Strong uh, announced that they're in the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic, which begins next week. Yes. They're facing off against Brazongo. Okay. 
So that should be that should be a fun one. Gonna be a good match, sure. Um, next match tonight, though, we have is the for the NXT Cruiserweight title, Santos Escobar versus Grand Metalik. Yes. Which still feels like the most quickly thrown together program I could ever think of. Yes. Um, Very odd. Yeah. Um, Escobar gets the win. Um, well, like twelve minutes. Uh, not good. Yeah, um, again, not not a lot of chemistry. Didn't think it was terrible. Um, I really liked the the save from the the botched apron Rana. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that could have went really bad, and you know it uh, it got saved and turned into something on the fly, pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I don't get this sudden house party push. Um, it seems as if they're downplaying. Escobar and Legado de Fantasma, they were main players with multiple segments a lot of the weeks, and now they're just kind of, hey, he's got to wrestle the guys that you may have seen on TV if, or not, uh, because 205 Live isn't real. It just felt like super thrown together. Yeah, it's and, a weird, uh, it's a weird, like little there's program. no investment in it, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, at no point where I was like, oh, I think Metalik's going to gonna win this one. Right. Um, I guess that maybe they were just trying to be like, hey, they're going to have a good match. And, uh, mm. yeah, it wasn't, wasn't very good. And the Cruiserweight um, title is such a weird belt because if it if it functions on 205 Live, then that's fine. That's sort of where it belongs. But bring it into NXT and you don't have a ton of people lining up to wrestle Escobar for it. Um, but you have a ton of what are typically Cruiserweight sized guys in a lot of different spots. Johnny Gargano wrestles for the main title all the time, like all that sort of stuff. But you're not going to put him in a match against Escobar for the Cruiserweight title. That doesn't make sense. So it's it's just a weird spot to have this title on TV at anyway. Well, and it, for me, it goes back to, um, like, look at all the main guys that wrestle like Cruiserweights. Right. You know, it's not, it's not like a special style anymore like right when, like originally when it was in wcw yeah. which is why it, it fits when it's on 205 live because that's the purpose of that show and you know you can sort of focus on it you know okay it's the cruiserweight title but it it's this show's title having it on nxt but having it having a not wide enough cruiserweight sort of swath of guys to choose from means you throw in grand metallic for no reason and it just seems awkward yeah, it was super weird, but yeah, yeah it wasn't, wasn't very good. When um, it, and especially when in reality, Escobar is so good, so charismatic and talented that he can eventually, I think, make a run for the main title. Um, yeah. So yeah. It, that that makes it even weirder. So they, they got to work out the kinks there. Uh, I don't necessarily know that NXT needs that needs this title on the show with the North American title there, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know if you need, like, three single men's titles yeah right uh you know and then should try to fit in the tag titles too which they barely do so yeah right. I'm, I'm with you yeah um mercedes martinez gets a vignette just basically saying she's gonna kill io shirai mm -hmm. uh but up next sir here we go here it is baby <laughs> we have the return of cartina cortez yes which I know that's what you're excited about. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this before we get into it. Uh, you know, when when the internet issues were happening, the day we normally record, 
uh, and you know, we're recording this. It's it's Sunday morning essentially right now. It is. Um, yes. it, you know, it's not. This episode isn't going to be up till Sunday at some point. Um, I was like worried. I was like, oh, like if we miss a week, it's not a big deal. Who cares? But I'm like, oh, it's going to be really hard for me not to talk about uh, the return of my girl here. So, uh, who's yeah. The, so who's who's Katarina Katrina Cortez? Uh, <laughs> what's her name? I, I I don't know. I think it's Cortina. Okay. I think that's what Cartina, they were that her. works too. Sure. Uh, going up against the returning, the Ice Woman, the true shooter of NXT, one Zaya Lee. <gasps> Sup, Zaya Lee. <laughs> she has a fancy new entrance. Yep. There's a lot of karate. There's a lot of daggers. Yes. There's a lot of creepy people sitting on thrones. Uh, there's a lot of boa. Yep. Um, but yeah, this was, hey, I'm Xylee and I'm going to murder you in a minute. Right. This is exactly what I've been asking for them to do with Xylee. Again, I will 100% admit that when it comes to a technical style of pro wrestling, she ain't no good. <laughs> but listen, the kicks she was throwing in this match looked great. The shooter's back. The shooter is back. She is a legitimate martial artist. And I mean, I, I haven't checked the, the dirt sheets to see how Cortina, Katarina, Katrina, Ms. Cortez, if you're nasty, uh, is, you know, because, listen, Zaya has a, has a history of, of uh, fake or otherwise kicking off someone's nose. Um, <laughs> so, but the kicks looked real. The big finish looked good. Uh, I've wanted her to be this deadly striker because, uh, you know, online on her Instagram where she completely ignores anything that's going on on TV. Although last week she did finally start to, like, not post stuff like she's actually been kidnapped by some weird... Uh, I don't know, ghoul, ghoul witch woman. Um, but, uh, you know, she trains MMA. She trains martial arts, and she's good at it. And you watch her hit the pads, and you're like, wow, she could really kick someone's ass. So having her in the ring, just being this striker, doing impressive strikes that look like you're kicking off someone's head is exactly what I wanted. And it's the best way to get the most out of her because she's never going to be that technical of a wrestler. She could probably pick up some stuff and be very simple, but her strength is going to be in her striking, and it can work. It looks different than what's on NXT. It looks convincing. You just have to teach her, get her to string something together, have her have these little matches till she strings something together, and then get a longer match out of her. Uh, I was excited for this. I'm glad she's back. She's got new gear that looks better than her old gear. I'm all in. Uh, they, uh, two weeks, three weeks ago, they turned me around on the, on the killer karate masters nonsense. Uh, and now I am all in because my girl's back and I hope we get a boa match. I hope they try and do something with boa too. That dude's been there for a long time and they start and stopped with them a while ago. Um, let's see what they're going to try and revamp with boa. You yeah. Know? And it's just one of those, like, I feel there are some people where it's like, Hey, Shit or get off the pot. Right. You, know you got I mean? you to get something out of these people. Zia Lee, is, is she ever going to go in the main roster for a permanent kind of way? I doubt it. She'll probably show up in some rumbles. 
Uh, you know, she's not going to have a WrestleMania moment. I, I, maybe she will. I hope she does. But like, who are you to doubt Zion? Right. I I hope she does. But like, you got to get something out of them, and this is, I think, the best way to do it. Where, where it's, it's where certainly it goes, a different approach, right? That's for sure. So, um, you know, yeah. So uh, William Regal is here now. He informs us that Timothy Thatcher is hurt, and the fight pit is officially off. Yes, and I've read that this was a uh, a gimmick injury, but I don't know how true that is. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, we get like a little Bronson Reed interview and says that he's putting NXT on notice this year. Yeah, and then he he picks Rhea Ripley to win. He's not good on the us... stick. Um, yeah, needs a little work. I, I mean, know. that's what NXT's for. So, but yeah, yeah, needs a little work on the promo there. Well, this leads into the last woman standing match. Yes. Between Rhea Ripley and Big Mama Cool, Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. And this thing goes like 17 minutes. Yep. And uh, Raquel stands tall, my friend. Goddamn right. Um, I thought this was awesome. Loved it. Me uh, too. They beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Dakota Kai ended up getting locked in a locker. was hilarious. It was very funny. Yep. <laughs> um, them like uh throwing each other through the glass doors or mm-hmm. whatever that was like dude they just went right. for it the the table uh, bump the, that was a little short yeah 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 the uh the power bomb like through the stage at the end of the match uh-huh. oh yep. i thought this was great uh, i think they clearly so they've been running those video packages how they sort of got signed together and were were on the the uh the, for lack of a better term, Coconut Loop is a tag team. Um, and it shows that they're friends. You can kind of tell when friends have a wrestling match because they, they, you know, they the chemistry is there, the trust is there, and they kind of just go for it. Um, yeah, and you're willing, you're willing to take uh, crazier risks with each other. Right. I, I, I like this a lot. Uh, there's talks uh, of Rhea getting her call up finally. Um, yeah. I think they're they're crowding that women's division. Uh, and the main roster pretty hard, but there's not much else for her to do in NXT. Um, they ruined her with the Charlotte stuff, and they've done a good job, a decent job, I guess, at rehabbing her on NXT. Uh, so, you know, I would, not that they've done this great in the past with Rumble winners, but have her be, have a strong Rumble uh, appearance maybe or something. have her win the rumble right you can ever win the rumble doesn't always work out for everybody but I, I think that would be a really good spot um yeah I, I think i think she's ready i think you can get a lot out of her because she's so young and uh you know i i think she's i think that's where she belongs there's certainly not much for her in nxt other than spinning her wheels and uh if she does leave leaving getting gonzalez over um, the build on Gonzalez has been really good. They've done a really good job protecting the things that she can't do, uh, helping her enhance the things she can do, and she'll get better and better. But getting the rub from Rhea, if, if it is in fact Rhea's way up and out, um, is good for Gonzalez. Uh, she's a, I, I think she's a main eventer and uh, looked really good. And I, we've been fans for a while, you know. Her and Dakota, I think, are great. Sure, um, sure. And uh, we'll I hope they'll stay together. We'll see them for a while, but but it's it's the right way to do it. If, if Rhea's leaving, uh, give Gonzalez the rub and uh, 
no better way to do it than a killer match like this. Like, a lot, yeah, of, a lot of great I, stuff in it. I agree. I, it was definitely an awesome match for sure. Um, we go to The Way, who mm-hmm. are on their way with a full police escort, which was just seemed very unneeded. Yes. Um, Gargano talks about him breaking the curse and talks about how the Browns made the playoffs and Candace gets him a plaque and then there's like a superhero drawing and yes uh johnny announces he and the scumbag are entering the dusty classic yeah um and then uh shotzi blackheart shows up with her tank yeah uh, and, uh so i will have you know uh that the 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 drawing that they showed uh was by an artist uh nolanium uh he's on instagram and uh he actually, I won a contest, and he drew a caricature of me that I used on Twitter as my uh, Twitter hit pick for a while. So me and uh, Gargano uh, have something in common. I feel like you told me this. Did you yes. tell me this? I believe yes. Okay. Be- yes, because he's also doing a print for the High Spots Terry Funk signing. Ah, yes, you did tell he me. He does this. apparently okay. does a lot of prints for High Spots as well for their signings and stuff. Um, good, he's, good he's an artist I've been following for a while. He's a friend of a friend, um, and, uh, he's super talented. So, uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Was, I, I like the piece, even though Austin Theory was on it. But anyway, yes. go ahead. Shotzi, yes, Shotzi, well, Shotzi yes. Blackheart in her tank. Yeah, she shows up with the tank and shoots the, uh, redacted in his dick with a right. projectile missile. Good, right way to do um, it. I did laugh when Johnny, like, ran out of the ring and dove on top of him like he was trying to protect the child. Yes. Um, Shotzi hits the ring. She's beating up Candace. Johnny wants to go after her, and then here comes Kushida out of nowhere. Yes. And uh, they hold the ring, and uh, a bell, uh, the bell rings, and it's Dexter Lewis holding the bell. <laughs> and he points to the Tron, and he drew them already having a mixed tag. Yes. So, which leads us to Candace and Johnny versus Kushida and Shotzi. Um, all right by me. Oh, absolutely. It goes like 10 minutes. Kushida and Shotzi get the win. Mm-hmm. Um, Shotzi, listen. Dear, babe, please, please don't break your neck. <laughs> the right. love of God. Right. I was like, like oh, just. Oh, and like, just, please, you oh. should catch her. But also, Candace is tiny so like oh yeah i was like oh no like i love shotzi i feel like they have a lot invested in her right um she's young and i think that she has the potential to just be like a megastar right and oh just please don't hurt yourself it was close it was like a half a turn away from that Lita spot, Lita bump. Uh-huh, yep. Uh, <laughs> that, and, that's exactly what I thought of when it happened. Right, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Yeah. It's gross. I love the team of Shotzi and Kushida, though. That was fun. And I, I guess we're going to get Kushida Gargano for the title. Right? Well, I think now they're doing in the Dusty Classic, Kushida's teaming with Leon Ruff. Okay. Ah. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to lead to something. It but should, because Gargano-Kushida will be yeah. great. I did see Leon Ruff saying he wants to call their tag team Rough Hour. So, uh, <laughs> which, okay, all right, <laughs> all right, Leon Ruff. Just um, and just just cut promos that are just segments of text from, like monologues from the the Rush Hour movies, please. Yeah, I, I'm just be all about Leon it. Ruff can't <laughs> understand anything Kushida says. Yeah. 
coming. Um, we get announced that there's going to be a takeover on Valentine's Day. Okay. So that will be in like five weeks or something. All right. So that's that'll be on a Sunday. Okay. So uh, it's a perfect gift for my wife. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, uh, something tells me I don't know if we're going to be watching that one. <laughs> it's a pandemic. What are we going to do for Valentine's Day? Nothing. Get out I don't of know. Have a have a nice meal. Enjoy some some Chardonnay or some. Listen. I don't know. What's another sort of wine? Savon Bleu or whatever it's called. Uh, listen, we we treat every day like Valentine's Day. We don't we don't we don't just let a corporate greet we don't let a corporate greeting card company tell us when we need to express our love for one another, okay? All right, pal? God damn it. We get it. You're in love and you have a wife, okay? <laughs> DJ, we get it. God. That's right. I right. have a wife. And she lives with me. <laughs> and she kind of likes yeah, me sometimes. And she tolerates me most of the time. <laughs> so uh, they interview William Regal backstage. And uh, next week, Dusty Classic begins. But uh, he says, you know what? For the first time ever as well, we're going to have a women's Dusty Tag Team Classic. Oh. So Do they have enough talent like- to tag up to make a whole tournament? I think they probably do. I it, it's probably not gonna, going to be as big as the men's one, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um. I. It's like okay, is this going to lead to like maybe a shot at the like women's tag team titles or something? Like make it. Uh, it like, should. Yeah. You know, like right. make it stand for something, and like, hey, whoever wins, then on the next takeover, if it runs to the next takeover, you versus the women's tag team champs, which I don't even know who the women's tag say, team who champs are. Who are the women's tag team champions? It's still Shayna. Last and... I knew, yeah, last I knew it was Shayna and Nia. I yeah. think. Huh. Right. Oh god, that's bad. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, main event time. Yes, we have for the NXT Championship, Kyle O'Reilly going up against Finn. Balor. Yes. Since first match back since uh, his last match against O'Reilly where O'Reilly shattered his jaw. Uh, no commercials for this one, which had me salivating. Sure. Um, so this match goes uh, over 17 minutes. Okay. And still NXT champion Finn Balor. Yes. Um, I will say this. I don't think it was as good as their first match. Agreed. Uh, but I still really enjoyed this. Yeah, I mean, these guys know how to wrestle. Um, that spot of O'Reilly's biting the ropes. Yeah. And Finn kicking the ropes was disgusting. Yeah, so they sort of focused on O'Reilly, or Finn working O'Reilly's jaw, basically, as revenge, <laughs> right? Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, you know, both these guys are talented. This was, it was certainly a banger of a match, just not uh, as big as their last one. Um, but, I mean, I, it's just, I also really like that they are focusing on O'Reilly as a singles wrestler, having Cole and Roddy go in the Dusty Classic together. Yeah, it's it it's different, and it puts, like, the Undisputed Era as equal levels, because right. it was always... 
Cole was the leader. Well, now, okay, let's give the focus to someone else. You can do right. that because they they can all stand on their own two feet. And Cole in promos have been saying that. Like, we're not – there is no leader. You know, yeah. he's like, we're we're a team. Uh, we're going to get the – the prophecy is going to come come again, and they're going to be tag champs. Like, it's it's smart. I like it. It, uh, it really works, especially when O'Reilly's having these matches high-profile and delivering. That helps. Yeah, towards – Towards the end of the match, Finn got busted hard way, so he was bleeding all over the yep. place. Um, I think they both yeah, went to I, the hospital again. Did they really? Yeah. Jesus. Um, so. Yeah, after the match, um, Undisputed Era, they were just were checking on O'Reilly, and Finn just kind of stood there, and Kyle looked like he was just wanted to die. So, um, yeah, I don't know where it goes from there with O'Reilly. I don't know if it's going to be like a, O'Reilly's like, hey, I got to break away from Undisputed Era. Maybe I feel like I don't deserve to be in this group right now. Right. Um, kind of, I don't know, rededicate himself to stand on his own maybe. So we'll see. But uh, Finn did not miss a beat, that's for sure. No. And I'll tell you what, I love the finish. I love that it was just a modified abdominal stretch. Right. Like, yeah. when have you seen that? Like. Right. So I was uh, I was all about that. So kudos to these guys again for delivering another yeah. banger. Agreed. So, um, but yeah, that was the end of uh, New Year's Evil. It is. So uh, I'm going to ask you the questions there, pal. All right. Uh, show or yeah, show from each match. Listen to me. Match from each show, match overall, and show overall. Uh, AEW. For me, is uh, such an easy pick. It was a one match show, uh, just a the, just a drag of a show to get through. I think, um, but the my match is Omega versus Phoenix. The only match on that show, and it's great, but the only match on that show that was worth it in any capacity, and it was really really good. Uh, NXT is Rhea versus Raquel Gonzalez. Um, I love the main event but not as good as their last one. And those guys sort of hit that, well, this is what I've expected out of them kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so Rhea and Gonzalez was great and crazy and gross and fun and a Lady Haas fight, and I loved it so much. So that gets my, my NXT match. Uh, my match of the night, however, does go to Omega and Phoenix um, just because that – like. Their match is maybe not something you should give away on TV, like a match that good, really. It was, yeah. it was a pay-per-view level match. Uh, and my show of the night is NXT because NXT had a bunch of segments that I really enjoyed uh, going in some directions. They, they Some things missed, but some segments I liked. Um, and AEW, again, it was a one-match show for me. So Yeah, um, I'm the same right across the board. Um, I even saw somebody tweet out like Omega Phoenix might be one of the best TV matches ever. Yeah, um, it was really like good. You, TV like you match. said, giving that away on TV match, like like wow, that's right. It's pretty daring because that's a that's a pretty big draw with those two. So for sure. Um, but but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go right across the board with you on that. Yeah. All right, well, pal. Uh. Overall, let me bring up my let me bring up my spreadsheet. Oh, okay. um, 
Let's see where we're at. Uh, that puts me at season two totals at 28 for AEW. And, oh, and 24 for NXT. Okay. And, and that puts you at 26 and 26. Look at me. I'm right down the middle, baby. Staying right, right down the middle. Overall, Just like Fonzie wants me to. That's right. Overall... That puts me at 31 for AEW and 33 for NXT, and you at 30 for AEW and 34 for NXT. So we're right there. Oh, baby. Right there. And uh, as far as fans go, that one's a little uh, little harder. Um, so uh, maybe there was other stuff going on in the world this week that wrestling suffered from. <laughs> But AEW well, that the world suffered from. Yes, AEW pulled the six hundred sixty-two thousand, and NXT pulled the six hundred forty-one thousand. Pretty sure that's how that worked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, AEW honestly, wins. <laughs> uh, AEW has a huge drop, but uh, NXT actually went up <laughs> from that's the week so before because that last week was the Brody tribute. So. Well, yeah. Of course, that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, not great for wrestling, but that's fine. It's understandable for sure, but that's, uh, that's the ratings, pal. I don't know what yeah. else, I don't know what else you could possibly want from me after that. <laughs> I think you've, I think you've done enough. I think we've done enough. Thank you. I think so too. I think it's about <laughs> time we get credit for all the, for all the hard work we do. I agree with you on that. Well, how about you hit those plugs and maybe we will get some credit eventually. <laughs> ah, crap. Uh, hit the plugs. You as, I, as, I, as I hear you flipping through your notebook. Yep, yep. Trying to get to the page with them because, like, God, if I remember them. Ever. <laughs> ever. I don't I have no idea where they get, where was the last time I even wrote them down. What terrible podcaster I am. You know, I was going to do, like, the... Uh, the jeopardy music but then i got real sad because friday was trebek's last show yeah and i forgot to watch i watched everyone this week but friday Jeez. right i know i'm terrible oh yeah yep oh well that's all right i could probably probably better off i probably would have been in tears although uh spoiler a little uh secret about my wife michelle hates trebek so um not that she's like happy that he's dead or anything but she does not like him uh as a host yeah. She felt he was smug. <laughs> she would always yell at him because she's like, you have the answers on a card. Don't act like you knew it. Anyway. <laughs> um, plugs. Oh, I got I, I got that. Thank you for for uh, doing a little little huckney buck there because I, I got to the page <laughs> that we needed to. installed for me, and here we are. This is why I have your back. Hitting the plugs. Uh, we are uh, on Twitter at Wednesday War Pod. Uh, we're Wednesday Night War Podcast on Instagram. You can email the show at Wednesday Night War Pod at gmail.com. And you can visit Wednesday Night War Podcast.com to get the show. Uh, we are also available on PW Ponderings at PW Ponderings.com, uh, at PW Ponderings on Twitter. Uh, we are a member of the soon to be named network, soon to be named network.com at STBN Network on Twitter. Uh, there, it, there you will also find plenty of podcasts that are our friends of any topic you could possibly want, uh, including Longbox Heroes, At Odds with Wrestling, Profane Argument, Final Wrestling Place, Puzzle Warriors 3, and the On Hiatus Porch Talk. 
I'm sure among others. It is cold. It is cold. It is, it is not porch weather. Um, and uh, see, so yeah, you can look them up. There's comics. There's more wrestling. There's all kinds of things. Uh, although while we are late this week, at odds uh, is non-existent. But that's fine. Listen to an old episode. It's worth it. Uh, listen to their review of Santa Slay if you didn't already. There you go. Uh, other than that, we have some friends. Uh, Pod the Dreaded Sundown at Pod Sundown. They are a horror movie review and collector podcast. Our friends Chuck and Bill. Uh, and uh, Cinema Vertigo. Dude, hold on. Before you continue. Yes. I'm, I think they are I think they did Dead Heat this week. Oh, yes. Yep. They're doing Dead Heat. What a movie. <laughs> oh, the the God, Joe Piscopo treat, treat Williams feature film about, <laughs> what a, a, what about a, a zombie what a cop. classic. A, absolute classic. 10 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> and then at Cinema Vertigo. Uh, those are, it's a movie review podcast. They do two movies a week. Um, I believe they, they hit the, uh, that one Netflix movie that was Chadwick Boseman's last movie. Oh, okay. Um, but if you want to go back an episode, they did Wonder Woman 84 and the first Christopher Reeve Superman movie. And if you want to listen to four people, uh, destroy Wonder Woman 84 for about an hour and 45 minutes. That's the podcast for you. Uh, and then you can go Sounds back right and my alley. <laughs> find my appearance. Uh, it's a good episode. Also, a plug. Monday morning, you'll be able to hear my guest appearance on the A Show. They are at the A Show on K... Or, oh, Jesus. That, <laughs> I'll have you know that when I, went, right. on, that when right. I went on the A Show... I fucked up our plugs. Spoiler for the for when you listen. Uh, so I can't wait. I am continually bad at this on everything I do. <laughs> so I'm glad that I kept up appearances here. On Twitter at the A Show on CKCC. Uh, they had they a new podcast biweekly. They are a draft show. They're taking the idea that plenty of other people have done of you take, you pick a, a promotion, you pick a year, you, you draft your, your stars sort of one at a time thing. And then you build the card on air, talk it out. And then people vote who has the best card. So that should be up Monday with the, with the cards, with the episode. Uh, I had a ton of fun doing it. Um, I'll retweet the links and all that sort of stuff. Uh, live 9am Monday. That's going up. Uh, I was the guest is their third episode. Uh, Joe Sposta was on the first episode, uh, and I picked WCW from 1992, uh, and it is it is Matt and Chris who host, so it's the three of us who do the draft. Give that a listen. Uh, I, I think it was I think it was entertaining. Uh, I also think that my card was the best. So when the when the voting is up, oh, I expect boy. everyone to vote for me, whether they think it's a good idea or not. Um, you're obligated to make sure I beat Matt. Oh boy! Yes. I, mean, I was going to make some sort of joke about votes right now, but eh, I'm, I'm going to pass. Maybe read the room. Maybe don't. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, listen, I, I necessarily don't feel one way or another about whether or not I lose to Chris Decker's card. Uh, but if I lose to Maddie D, uh, I will never forgive myself. So well, as long as you don't taste yourself in the balls over it. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, so that's where we <laughs> went. But anyway, 
Sure uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking listen, idiot. listen to the show. Vote on who has the best card. Uh, it's me, but if you feel otherwise, vote for whoever you want. But again, uh, that's the A show. I'll tweet all that stuff out come Monday morning. Personal-wise, if you want to hit me up on my personal account when it's not suspended for making Kevin Sorbo cry, I'm at the dude, <laughs> T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E. Uh, had a 12-hour break this week that I enjoyed, actually. I was mad that I couldn't post more pictures of my 10-room action figure on my desk, but uh, I enjoyed my 12 hours of Twitter silence uh, that I got for literally making kevin sorbo upset uh over a pun uh and i'm not mad about it so uh you can follow me there what about you brett where can they find you well if you'd like to follow me on twitter you could follow me at brett x edge 570 um haven't been tweeting a lot lately because uh you know the world um but uh i don't know last thing i tweeted about was somebody drove by my house yesterday Blasting Return of the Mac. And it made me feel real good. Um, and then also I was tweeting about Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yes, you were. So, because uh, goddamn, that movie's great. Um, I don't care what anybody says. Um, but yeah, Brett X Edge 570. I was tweeting about uh, Wrestle Kingdom a little bit, but, uh, you know, the world happened. And uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, if you want an escape from the world right now and you want to watch some independent professional wrestling, Ooh. you can go to independentwrestling.tv, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. Use the promo code MORTIS. It'll get you five days free. Since we're recording this on uh, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, I don't know if they have anything on the schedule till next weekend, so I'm not going to plug it. But if you want to, I don't know, go watch some old, like, I don't know, Jersey All-Pro. Yes. Go and do it. Use the promo code Mortis and you can do it for five days for free. I mean, what what more could you possibly want? That was a that was a good sell. Thank you. Jer- Jerry needs Jerry needs to add me to the payroll. It's true. He he should. That son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, that's all I got, pal. How that's, about you? That's all I got too, man. Let's uh we'll call it a night. It's a late one. And uh Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, uh, thanks. Know, uh, we uh, we understand that uh, the state of the world, one way or another, uh, maybe it may not. Uh, maybe a wrestling podcast isn't the most important thing going on right now. But if you've taken the time out to listen, we appreciate it. And uh, you know, we uh, we like talking wrestling, and we 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 like to entertain, and we hope that we're entertaining you guys a little bit in. Uh, if we can take an hour, hour and a half out of your day and get you to not think about some terrible shit, no matter what that terrible shit might be, uh, we're more than happy to do it. So honestly, thanks for listening. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we sure will. Um, if I leave you with one, one last message, it is going to be, please stay safe. Please wear a mask. Please socially distance. We still got a fucking pandemic going on, people. Long way to go. So, uh, so uh, take care of yourselves. Please take care of each other. And uh, pro wrestling, let's go.
You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Now you're off, nerds. <laughs>